Along with the joy and anticipation of having a baby comes concerns and a lot of questions, especially when it comes time to plan for pregnancy. So let's get some answers with Dr. Lauren Preslowski, an OBGYN physician at McLaren Health. This is McLaren's in Good Health. I'm Bill Klaproth. Dr. Preslowski, thanks for your time. So we all know it's important to plan for pregnancy even before you're actually pregnant. So for someone planning to start a family soon, what advice can you share? Sure, and thank you so much for having me. So there are um, definitely steps that you can take before becoming pregnant to help improve your own health, um, improve chances of becoming pregnant and the health of your baby. It's first important to try to make sure that you and your family are ready for pregnancy. So if you've been using some type of birth control, make sure that you have fastest birth control. It's important to attempt to maintain a healthy weight with healthy balanced diet and exercise, avoiding exposures to common illnesses, tobacco, alcohol, and other drugs. Make sure that you're getting plenty of rest and trying to make sure that you're finding healthy ways to manage stress. And then it's important to make sure that you're reviewing any current medications that you might be taking to ensure that they are safe for pregnancy. And another thing, it's important for women to make sure that they're getting plenty of folic acid before they become pregnant to help decrease their risk of birth defects of the brain and spine. It is recommended to get 400 micrograms of folic acid daily for a few months prior to pregnancy. And this is um, in daily women vitamins, uh, multivitamins, and prenatal vitamins. But it's also found in a lot of leafy green vegetables and some, many cereals and citrus fruits too. So before taking a pregnancy test for confirmation then, what are the early symptoms of pregnancy? Before taking a pregnancy test, very early signs of pregnancy can somewhat be a little bit vague initially, but often include um, symptoms like nausea, breast tenderness, fatigue, sometimes headache, bloating and cramping, constipation, and some women may even have some very light spotting. However, a missed period typically is one of the first signs of pregnancy. So it, it is recommended to take a pregnancy test the first day of your missed period. Pregnancy tests typically are become positive about two weeks after conception. So if a test is negative and you do think you might be pregnant, it is important to try to make sure that you repeat that test in a few days. Good point. Don't just go by the first one. If you really Absolutely. feel you are pregnant and are experiencing some of these signs, retake the test again. Right. So. Of course, we've all heard stories about terrible morning sickness. I have two mm -hmm. kids. My wife went through mm -hmm. this, especially during the first yeah. trimester of pregnancy. So what are some of the changes pregnant women may experience during the first trimester, and how can they minimize any discomfort? Sure. And I know I had just mentioned some of kind of those early symptoms, and a lot of those symptoms will continue throughout the first trimester. And as far as nausea, you know, up to about 75% of women do tend to experience some type of nausea associated with pregnancy, and many experience these symptoms to a varying degree. Some women don't actually experience morning sickness. They tend to experience nausea sometimes throughout the day. So some things to try to do to help with these symptoms, first of all, just listen to your body. If, if something has a strong smell or a strong taste, try to avoid it. You know, typically spicy and greasy foods tend to be a little bit unsettling to the stomach. Uh, and many women will actually find it a little bit easier to tolerate small, frequent meals, sometimes bland foods like cr uh, crackers or rice or toast. Um, for taking your prenatal vitamin, a lot of women will have some trouble sometimes keeping that prenatal vitamin down in the morning time. So we'll recommend trying to take it maybe at a different time of day with some food um, or actually switching it to a gummy vitamin. Um, and then some other quick things, um, peppermint and ginger are often found to be a little bit soothing. 
And some women will find aromatherapy, so smelling mints or lemon or orange flavors might actually help alleviate those symptoms. And then it's very important throughout all this to just make sure that you're drinking plenty of fluids and keeping yourself and your baby well hydrated. Right. Really good suggestions. Are there other foods in general or activities in general that should be avoided in early pregnancy? It is important to try to make sure that you're limiting um, fish consumption, especially avoiding fish that have high levels of mercury. Any raw type foods, undercooked meats, processed lunch and deli meats, some certain types of soft cheeses and deli salads. Important to try to make sure you're limiting the amount of caffeine consumption, ibuprofen and aspirin, things to stay away from if you need to take something for pain, Tylenols safer to go to. And then as I had mentioned, just make sure you're reviewing any medications that you might be taking to make sure that they are safe in pregnancy. And this does include herbal remedies and over-the-counter medications too. As far as activities, important to try to make sure that you're avoiding anything where you might fall or injure yourself, especially falling or injuring um, your belly area, strenuous activities, contact sports, heavy lifting, anything like that. And make sure you're avoiding any type of hot, uh, like hot tubs or saunas. And if you do have a cat at home or some cats at home, just make sure somebody else is changing the kitty litter. Yeah, good suggestion on that. So, Dr. Preslowski, what about couples who are struggling to get pregnant? Is there anything they should be doing or not doing to help increase the likelihood of pregnancy? And, and then at what point should they see a doctor if it's just not happening? Just for some reassurance for healthy couples, it actually might take longer than expected to get pregnant, the actual, the chance for a normal healthy conception per month is actually only around 20%. So for couples without a history of difficulty achieving pregnancy or medical problems, it, it truly might take sometimes four to six months of trying before being successful. So it is recommended to seek evaluation if you've been trying for close to a year and for couples that are over the age of 35, this time frame is actually decreased to about six months. Some things to try to do to improve and help be successful. I know I had mentioned before, make sure you're stopping any birth control. Again, certain birth controls could actually delay pregnancy for a few months past. It's important to make sure that women are tracking their cycles to make sure that they are having normal, regular monthly cycles. There are different apps on their phone to try to time when they might be ovulating, so when to, to be trying for pregnancy. Um, and there also are ovulation kits over the counter that are very similar to pregnancy tests that can help patients um, identify when they're ovulating. All right, so tell us about the first prenatal visit. What is included in the examination and what questions should women ask during the first prenatal visit? Sure. On your first prenatal visit, this is kind of an exciting time where you come in and you get to meet the office staff and, and we get to meet you. So we do spend a decent amount of time getting to know each other. We um, review your full history, any past pregnancies, any medical conditions, past surgery, or any pertinent history, family history that you might have. We typically will get your weight and vital signs. A lot of times check your urine for any signs of infection. And then we'll typically perform a, a full exam, so breast and pelvic exam. Uh, review your prenatal labs, and oftentimes order an early ultrasound. And then it's important that we talk about expectations of just routine care. So any questions that, that you might have, it's very important that you spend that time to, to ask. And then it's a good time for us to help identify any potential risk factors for you and your pregnancy. And it's just a very important time that we establish a relationship together to ensure that you get the best care for you and your baby. A wealth of information. Dr. Preslowski, thank you so much for your time and talking with us and giving us tips and suggestions for a couple that may be planning for a pregnancy. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it, and it's been a pleasure to be here. 
That's Dr. Lauren Preslowski. And to learn more about Dr. Preslowski or submit a question about OBGYN care at McLaren Health, please go to mclaren.org slash Preslowski. That's P-R-Z-E-S-L-A-W-S-K-I. And if you found this podcast helpful, please share it on your social channels and check out the full podcast library for topics of interest to you. This is McLaren's in Good Health. I'm Bill Klaproth. Thanks for listening.